Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. Welcome to the new United We Stand. It's Liverpool at home. It's a grey Manchester day and it's two and a half hours before kick-off. Stood on Warwick Road, some at Busby Way, uh, selling a new issue of United We Stand. And... It's dry, so that's the main thing. We've got a big interview with uh, Ed Woodward, 5,000 words of it. So, I asked him the questions which need to be asked over the, over the two parts. I'm concerned as a Manchester United fan about why the team is struggling. And you'll be listening to this, you'll know uh, what will have gone on in the game and the mood will be radically affected by that. Well, maybe not if we lose, as expected, because the mood's pretty downbeat anyway. But with Ed Woodward, I asked him about director of football, infrastructure, lack of investment into the stadium, poor recruitment, uh, his own role in the football side of things. And um, one second. A little pause there, because um, Shane's here. It's from Belfast. Tell me about your trip today. OK, Andy, I came over this morning. Uh, I flew from Belfast City in early on just pottered about this morning and now uh, glad to be here yeah, and you're flying back tonight no I'm, I have to go to London on business tomorrow right so I'm staying overnight and getting the train down to London tomorrow which part of Belfast are you from from East Belfast oh, yeah. uh, so I support Glen Torren Glen Torren I did a big piece years yeah, ago on uh, I, I know you did yeah. Cliftonville against Linfield <laughs> and um, I, I got a uh, a huge response to it and it was pretty positive because I found a lot of people who love the football in, in Belfast oh, yeah, no, but after about three weeks I started getting I know that Mitten is a Glen Torrance season ticket holder I know, and I'm, like, I'm thinking well, well I'm not no 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 I know for a fact <laughs> That his uncle's a director at Cliftonville, and I'm like, well, he fucking isn't. You, well, know, so. you get a lot of rumours in Irish football. You certainly do. You know, it's I pretty mad. I've never experienced like, it, it before. You know, I went there. But I used to go to the Glens all the time. Not, yeah. I don't go that often anymore. But so they played the Oval. Played the Oval. The, the Big old ground. Two thousand. But it's the train hoppers paradise. Yeah. You yeah. see it on social media. It is now the train hoppers paradise. Why? Because they do a tour for. Not train hoppers for ground hoppers. Ground hoppers, yeah. They, they do a they do a guided tour. Sam Robinson, they have a great wee team there at the Oval, and they, they get them onto the pitch and so on. So ground hoppers don't get that anywhere else. So Dutch people, and it, and it's one of the few grounds in Europe that has built the open terracing behind it the goal. It sweeps behind the goal. And you've got the big um, cranes from the shipyards <laughs> behind the big yellow. Roof, yeah, so it's pretty cranes. iconic in terms of the sort of you know the whole atmosphere around the place. The environment's pretty 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 good. Just before you came up, and you very generously helped. Um, two young United We Stand sellers with tickets for today, uh, which they couldn't otherwise have afforded to go and see the game. Um, I was talking about the mood at Old Trafford and it's not been good and I'd say that we'd interviewed Ed Woodward in, in this fanzine. You, you go home and away, you go to a lot of matches. I've never felt so... Um, pessimistic ahead of a game against Liverpool at Old Trafford? Well, no, it hasn't been as gloomy as this since the late 80s. I'm old enough to remember 87, 88, 89 and so on, and it is it is pretty grim. Uh, but again, uh, a lot of talk about the manager, but there's nothing we can do. We have to, we have to stick with, with Ollie. You know, he is the man for the job. 
Uh, and, and you know, if there's any change to be made, it's further up the up the ladder. Why, why is he the man for the job? Well, I play well, because we've tried everything. We've tried. We've tried. You know, the tried and tested uh, Mourinho and, and, and Van Gaal. We've we tried Gibby Moyes. It was obviously too much for him. But you know, we got a Solskjaer hasn't done anything wrong. You can you grumble about tactics the odd time. You can grumble about substitutions. You can say it about every manager. So in my view, Oli. You know, yeah. You say sure, Mourinho started. Mourinho started somewhere. Uh, Pep Guardioli started, you know, somebody has to, these guys have to be given a chance. And I think if we stick with Oli, it's three signings during the summer were spot on. So, you know, what do we do? We just go from one cycle to another if we change Oli at this stage. That's my view. And you said to people above him, you got concerns. Well, Edward Edward, I, haven't the, I haven't read the, I haven't read the interview yet. I didn't read it in any of the press, so we didn't until I saw the full version. That's because we held stand. it back. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I hope you get due credit in all the papers who sort of published the thing. But uh, No, no one's had it so far. So yeah, I've, I, so it's I, just I been asked to, to leak it. I got offered money, and I just said no. Um, I could have written it for anyone, but I wanted it to be United oh, We Stand. Absolutely. For United We Stand readers, I think that fans should ask difficult questions yeah. of the people running the club. We yeah. did that with Martin Edwards. We did that with Jose Mourinho. We did it with Alex Ferguson. We did it with David Gill. Yeah. I'm never going to change and stop doing that. No, but it doesn't you don't mean, have to agree with the answers. Exactly. No, exactly. And it doesn't imply any uh, agreement with the, the, sort of the, 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 the hierarchy. I agreed with some of the stuff that Edward would said, and yeah. I disagreed no, strongly no, with what was I know, and at one I know point. There's been a bit of noise about, oh, goodness, you know, United We Stand and you and League with the devil and all that's rubbish you know you're, you know you're, it's a publication it's quite right to ask the hard questions doesn't mean you support the, the regime uh, but you know yeah that's what well, again my view i'm not an expert on you know investment banking and all that woodward's done a good job blah 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 at a certain level but he's made some poor appointments in terms of the sort of leadership of the football side uh, time will tell to what extent you know he takes the rap for a lack of success in the field as opposed to the manager for the time being every time. That's my view. I appreciate your view. Can I have a yeah. score prediction for today? Oh. I think we'll win 1-0. I'm going to say... We'll you know what? I've been thinking we'll win 1-0 as well. <laughs> well you know, I, I, saw, I saw somebody reference the 205 game against Chelsea. Do you remember that? Yeah. In November? Yeah. And uh, it was a big loopy. It was the Darren Fletcher, the big loopy. And we were under the cosh at that stage. We beat Chelsea one 0 and they were at their at their peak. So I think we can do that again one 0 Delighted, but we are a poor side at the moment. Thank you for your time. Okay, Andy, thanks. I'm just about to go on the ground, and I met Sean, and Sean's a Liverpool fan, and we've had some decent Liverpool fans on this over the years. Sean, how old are you? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Where are you from? Liverpool. And you're in your way in today. Yeah. How, what do you think is going to happen? Liverpool are going to battle United. Um, who do you think is going to score? Uh, Firmino, Mane and um, Van Dijk. What do you think of Manchester United? Awful. What do you think of Manchester as a city? You shaking your head? No. Who are your favourite players? Uh, Van Dijk. Alisson. Um, how many games do you get to? About, around like... 21, 22 a season. Yeah. Where did you watch the European Cup final in June? In Madrid. You went to Madrid? Yeah. You're a very lucky lad. Yeah, very, very. Um, you know that um, Klopp's agreed to become Manchester United manager as of Monday? No. Fake news. In your school, what percentage is, is it more Everton, more Liverpool? Are there any Man United fans in your school? No Man United fans, just Liverpool, basically. Any Everton? About five. In your class, there's five Everton? 
Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think you're going to win the league this year? Yeah. About like ten points. That's very confident. Yeah. Do you know anyone in your family who's older than you who can remember Liverpool winning the league last time? My dad. Four. How old's your dad? Forty-three. Is he? Have you been to Old Trafford before? Yeah. What do you think of it? Disgraceful. It's not a disgraceful. Clearly not. Come on. You, you, you must enjoy coming here. Uh, only when Liverpool win. But I, I think personally it's a garbage bin here. You think it's a garbage bin? If you carry on like this, I'm going to put you in that garbage bin on the other side of the tunnel. I'm being nice and respectful to you. Are there any United players you like? No. Would you, would you like any United player to play for your club? Only Dan James. You like Wow, oh, oh, hey, we've made a breakthrough. So Dan James is not so bad. He's all right. He's fast. All right. I'll interview you again when Liverpool have won the league. When you're a grown up. And I'm not going to say enjoy the game today because I hope you. I hope it's an awful day for you. I hope you go back to Liverpool and you've had an absolutely stinking day, but I thank you for your time. We appreciate the support of our sponsors, including Harry's. Harry's story is that for decades, one big razor company relentlessly increased prices and reaped immense profits at the expense of their customers. So Jeff and Andy, two ordinary lads who were fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. By taking less profit and selling directly to you over the internet, Harry's offers their blades at half the price. They're amazing quality blades, a half the price of the leading five blade brand. Well, what do you get with Harry's? Harry's razors include everything you need for a close shave. You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, a rich shave gel, and a travel blade cover. We've got an offer for United We Stand listeners where you can get started shaving with Harry's today and claim a trial set for just £3.95. So you can support our podcast, get your trial set delivered to you, including the razor handle, five-blade cartridge, foaming shave gel, and travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash united right now. That's harrys.com forward slash United. One nil to United. 37 minutes. Oh no, it's gone to VAR. The old ground was just singing ole ole ole. He's given the goal. Got in the goal. <laughs> this is a goal. Fucking get in there you little twat. Marcus needed that. Get in there, you little twat. My God, that is our biggest... Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you what, I'm not enjoying this one bit. This is, this is not entertainment. This is just suffering. Just pray that United do not lose. If they've been all right, they've started, they've been really positive, but... Scored a goal. Just 30. How many minutes have gone here? 38 minutes. 
There's a long, long way to go here. I take a draw right this second, I'm telling you now. Listen to this beautiful noise. And the sun breaks through the clouds. This is what it should be like. Just hold your head, Shred. Liverpool have scored, except no, they haven't. Bye, you wonderful little machine. Some fella sat there on his Commodore 64, just saying it's a no-goal. In all seriousness, Mane didn't look to have celebrated it, and that's because the ball clearly touched his hands, his left hand. The United players were furious. There's 44 minutes gone. Oh, my world was ending there. Mr. Clark does not look happy. A very talented football manager, I'll give you that. You're probably a very decent person too. But your team are currently losing 1-0. Just end. Just blow the final whistle now after 44 minutes, please. I'm desperate. There's 10 minutes left. My God, just end this game. I had a good chat with Darren Fletcher at half-time. You know, he knows far more about tactics than I do. And he was telling me how... basically exactly what was going on. Not that I'm, a, not that I'm a completely clueless, but... I think Ollie Gunner's got his tactics spot on. There's a lot of tension inside Old Trafford. It's 1-0. The away has been very quiet. They had a... They very loud at the start. But it's decent. Now they're grafting the socks off. They put a shift in and they really needed to because the mood has been desperate. I'm just looking in front of me, there's five defenders, four midfielders and just Rashford up front by himself at the moment. I just want to end now. Uh, Manchester United 1, Liverpool 1. Disappointing given that... The Reds held the lead until the 85th minute and to concede then after, I think Ashley Young it was who made a mistake, but I thought he otherwise had a good game. Old Trafford's empty now, there's 3,000 Liverpool fans suddenly come to life and found <laughs> their voices uh, singing Liverpool top of the league and their perfect run of WWWW and now has a little D next to it, not that I'm going to be celebrating that too much. The man laughing next to me is Mark Chapman. I'm speaking to him in his capacity, not as a BBC a journalist, a steamed BBC journalist, but as a Mancunian um, who favours the red team from Manchester. Yeah. What did you make of that today, Mark? Uh, Joe, I'll, I'll take the positives out of it, actually, really, and, uh, and that will be James and Rashford and Pereira as well. I thought certainly the first half was the best, the best performance I've seen from Pereira, really, and I fell for him a little bit in the second half as he got pulled from pillar to post and must have played in about three different positions. But in that 10 or in that false nine in that first half, however you want to call it, I thought he looked really, really good. Um, 
and, and what Dan, Je- Dan James brings to United is just is just fantastic. His, his work rate and his energy, um, I think they're the things that I'll take out out of today. Are just just they're, they're slightly negative. Is it's just yet another game that United can't hold on to the lead, and not only not hold on to the lead, but don't massively look like getting a second, and that's always the concern. But as I say, in Pereira and Rashford. Uh, and James, they're the positives. Pereira did very well against Liverpool last season in a nil-nil. He's got lots of running in him. He doesn't always make the the right decision. No. But he, he did, he, that, that was a better game because he's been pretty poor this season. Yeah, he has. I, I, there were times actually in the Arsenal game I thought he did all right. But um, but <laughs> he's the archetypal. Not many people might might do this likeness, but he, he reminds me a little bit of John O'Shea in that he's being played everywhere. So he's been played as a winger. He's been played as a defender. Uh, Mourinho last year used him as a as one of a midfield two, didn't he? Um, and now he's played in this in this sort of ten or false nine. And and I feel a bit for him in that somebody at some point has got to go. This is your best position, and we want you to play it because at the moment he's being, as I say, he's being pulled a little bit here, there, and everywhere. But um, I'll keep the faith with him for now. And will you keep the faith with Oli? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, my only thing that I'd like, I'd like him. I think there are a lot of United fans who go week in, week out who would say the same thing. I'd like a bit more faith in some of the kids, right? You know, you hear great things about, you know, Williams has just signed a new contract. A lot of people say great things about Garner. I want to see him being given more of a chance. And I know this isn't a very experienced team to help them out in, but... If Garner's a midfielder and you want to strengthen the midfield with two minutes to go, I'm not sure why you bring a left-back on and put him on the right-hand side of midfield. So I'll give him... I'd definitely stick with Oli, but I'd just like to see some of the kids given a bit more of a chance. Thanks for your time. We've been talking about doing an interview for United We Stand for about, what, 18 years now? I think we should get around to it soon and maybe do a podcast with we'll, you. We'll do a proper one. No problem at all, Andy. No Thanks, problem. Mark. We got centre-boxer clothes on Friday from Stitch Fix. And uh, partnering this podcast, they can save you time buying clothes. You can discover new styles from the best brands and you can get styling tips. So go to stitchfix.co.uk forward slash united. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-F-I-X dot co dot UK forward slash united. Well, what do you get? You fill in a, a form to tell them what type of clothes that you like. And a stylist will go through everything, looking at your, what you're into, your budget, your size, your shapes, and recommend clothes which they post to you. I'll send you five items of clothing, each of them handpicked for you, for the, from the selection of 100 best European brands, lots of established names in there, cool designers, exclusive um, brands. And I got... I, I filled it in and I got my box on Friday. There's some really good stuff in there. I like two of the things and I sent three of them back. It doesn't cost you anything to send three of them back. If you buy everything, there's a 20% discount. There's no sales stuff. It's, um, it's all latest range stuff. And you can try your stuff on at home. You can mix and match with other items in your wardrobe, buy what you love and send the rest back at no cost. It's very low risk. For your stylist time, you pay £10, which is deducted from the cost of everything, anything that you decide to buy, and delivery and returns are free both ways. There's no subscription necessary, simply schedule your delivery for when you want it. I did it, 
I've never had a clothes delivered to me before. I've tended to go into shops, but this is a company with a decent story. It's uh, started by an American lady called Katrina Lake, uh, who wanted to dress well without the pain of shopping, and she started Stitch Fix. So go to the website, have a look at it, see if it's for you. Uh, stitchfix.co.uk forward slash united. Welcome to 1986, and the uh, ship Manchester United team has just turned up against Liverpool at home. Uh, the reigning European champions and league leaders. Um, game of proper mixed emotions for me personally, where I don't know, you're kind of feeling like, yeah, United have turned up, and in fact, you're thinking, where was you last week? You know, and, and also, we probably should have won the game. And um, how are you feeling about the game today? Um, I think I'd have took a draw this morning, and uh, you know, that's a bit shit, but and when I saw we'd um, matched Sheffield United's approach to the game, um, I, 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 was a, I was a bit worried to be honest, but. Um, a real, I, you've got to give credit to the players. A real, real good effort. Um, I think at times we are limited, but with what we had on the field today, I think you've got to be happy with the what was on show. So I didn't introduce everyone today. We've got Blame and everyone else as usual. Usual cats. We've also got uh, the, the, the the cover star from the United we stand as well, Rick. Well, Bissaka. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe he's not the most smartest lad, so we've got you instead. But anyway, Rick. Um, yeah, again, uh, what did, what did you make of the, the performance today? Well, we were told we were supposed to get annihilated today. Um, we're playing the European champions, uh, top of the league, best team in the league at the moment, and uh, I thought for probably. 75 minutes of that game, I thought we were a better team. Uh, first 35 of the first half, and I thought we contained them well in the second half. Just, you know, it's a shame we switched off at the end, but like Ant says, you know, you'd have took that all day, wouldn't you? you that, that, that. Just not getting battered, I'd have took. Stu, happy with the Most of us seem to be happy with the performance, but in the end, disappointed with the result. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, the formation we'll discuss in a minute, but we started off with five at the back. Uh, which worked. Uh, I thought the second half was a bit of a non-event, really, from both sides. And we, we seemed to like just be content with sit on the 1-0, maybe. Um, but, yeah, it was a bit... At the end, it was obviously disappointing to concede that goal, uh, which was, a, again, we'll come on to that, but it was, it was a bad goal <laughs> to give away. Um, but, you know, 1-11, one, one you can't really fault anyone today. Even, even, even Fred, I'm, I'm going to, you know, give a 7 out of 10, maybe. Um, but... Um, Throughout the team, there was a lot of commitment, and if that would have been the case in the last, even last month, would have would have been probably six, seven points further up the table than what we are now. A man notoriously hard to, to uh, uh, please, Bleemer. What do you make of it? It's just deflating, isn't it? I thought we were a better side. I thought they were really quite average, to be honest, and especially their way end as well, which didn't hear people. No, no shit, and shocking. Um, yeah, just. Echo what? If we put that much effort in in the other games, we'd be a lot higher in the field. It's all well and good, you know, bringing it out for games like that and Arsenal, like the other week, we started off well in that. But at the end of the day, we've got to be doing it against Chelsea in a couple of weeks, Norwich, and carry on from there. And hopefully we can go on a little bit of a run. I think that might be, you know, I think that's a bit of our problem, though. You know, it's all right saying, you know, we'll, we'll turn up if we show the same effort against Norwich next week. But I think we struggle against sides that don't really need to attack against us. Well, well this, is, really this, 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 this is this is where, where, where the general of the mood. We, we, we can always feel the meal the mood outside Old Trafford because you know people will be telling to shove the mags up your ass or they'll be quite happy about it. But generally, people seem quite happy today. But for me personally, I watched the game in that first half and I thought to myself, 
if you lot turned up and played with that intensity against Newcastle, if you'd gone to West Ham and played like that, if you played Crystal Palace at home, we would not even be having this discussion right now. So, which, for me, is unforgivable. So part of me wants to give them praise, but then part of me also thinks, why, why are you not doing this week in, week out? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure it's the case of that, though, me. I just think, um, you know, as a, as a footballer, you know, it is natural whether you like it or not that you will... You know, be be more up for a game against. But, but, but is that not like a bit of a small club mentality? Yes. Is that not small club mentality that we can get up for them games? But you know, so say when we were a good team, um, we beat Liverpool, and we used to beat say Reading and the like. I think we played better against Liverpool in those times than we did against Reading. It's just it's natural to up your game for for certain sides. I I just think that. We're, we're that limited. We can't expect consistency from those type of players to, to constantly create, and it especially comes tough when defences sit back against us, like Newcastle did, like Crystal Palace did. And I just think we're a bit like how Liverpool were today, because Liverpool were crap today. And um, what it is is when when teams sit back against you, you've got to be inventive, and that's where when the onus is on us to be inventive, I think that's when we're shit. And um, I I don't think it's a case of. Trying harder today than they did against Crystal Palace. I just think it's a, a natural case of we can't attack when teams so defend against us. Today we didn't have the ball probably as much as we would have done. So I mean, it's easier to work hard without the ball than it is with exactly. the ball. Exactly, and don't forget as well. Every time they had the ball, their fullbacks are three quarters of the way up the pitch, which makes it easier to break as well. And um, you know, Crystal Palace wouldn't do that. Rick, well, Rick has it. They scored actually, but their fullbacks <laughs> scored against the ball. Rick, <laughs> has he got a point, Rick? In a sense, that, I mean, the stats will back him up. We, we've played, um, we've played Chelsea now. We've played Arsenal. We've played Liverpool. We arguably should have took nine points in all of them. Um, yeah. But we, we've not done. You go to Newcastle, we get nothing. We go to West Ham, we get nothing. Nothing at home to Crystal Palace, no, no, a point at Southampton. Well, There's got to be something in that, isn't there? It's got to be something to do with the style of play we're playing against rather than anything else. Yeah, we're a counter-attacking side, aren't we? You look, at, you look at the lads up front. I think the goal we scored today was a counter-attack, I think. Uh, you know, We're not going to play five at the back against Newcastle away. You know, it'd be mayhem if, if he played five at the back against someone like Bournemouth at home. But horses for courses, isn't it? So, today so that's it. But that's what we that's that's what we set up at the moment because yeah. we're so lack of firepower the, the, up front. Five at the back though sounds defensive, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, does it? It means no, sometimes no, it means no, sometimes it means it means no, your full yeah, it means your, your full well it means it means your full backs are further up the yeah. pitch. It means you've got an extra man in midfield. Mm. It means you, you're a bit narrower maybe up top. But it seems I mean we joked about before when we seen the, when we seen the lineup, which initially had two and Xavier midfield. And we joke that basically he's copied the Sheffield United manager, who has probably caused them more trouble than any other team of this year. And, yeah. and you, you commented that before the game. Yeah, well, when it was showing two and Zabi midfield, I thought there's no chance he's playing that. It, I could have immediately thought of the Sheffield United game where they caused Liverpool a lot of problems. And I said to you, we're copying Sheffield United now. And um, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that in a real bad way because. You know, if we'd have gone he's after shown the blueprint how to beat them. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, maybe not beat them, and, but and maybe as well. We've trouble. we've shown other teams in the league how to how to shut them down. I think Liverpool today just looked so lack of you know lack lacking creativity, and um, I think the reason for that was is because he shut the fullbacks down every time we get the, they get the ball. They're looking for those two fullbacks, they'll, and they'll probably end up regretting it because of last season because we drew 0-0 with them there, and they were poor in that game, the and that ultimately cost them the league. I did. Well, about think, fullback, that no. second half, I did think that, for whatever reason, Wambazaka just seemed to be happy to, look, to, to give Robertson loads of space, and that was the killer pass. Well, I've got a theory on that because I think I noticed on about an hour, and it's, it's quite, as you know, it's quite difficult when you're at the game to sort of see where everybody's playing as much as you can on telly. But I think Pereira came back into midfield, and then 
we left. had to go against it as well. Someone yeah, we've been critical well, of. Well, we, we were playing. Right. We were playing him as like a false nine, and he went back into we midfield. Off, didn't he? And that though that that meant that James and Rashford became more central, which meant that they weren't stopping the yeah, fullbacks anymore. Went off, and with a minute of Martial coming on, they scored. So was it to do with that upset of the substitution? Because well, they didn't even let Martial get on the pitch, did they? Did, I don't know if you noticed that, but they, they kicked the ball, took the free kick when he was when he just took steps one foot on the field. Surely the referee's got to allow him to get back in position, and then before we know it, two minutes later the ball's in the net. But when you got when you when you play with five at the back, and I'm pretty sure when that ball got put in by Robertson, there must have been seven or eight red United shirts in the box, and that's what I've not seen it back on TV. And I mean, for the ball to get put in, um, you know, with no 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 press on it at all by Wan Bazaka, and then for Lalana to seemingly have a tap in from two yards, I, I can't I can't was get. It Lallana? Yeah, yeah it was. We, we've generally been pretty. Um, <laughs> We, that's that's how our cover star just being very despite it, who's gone. Either he's had a bet on some some of a guy at the post, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> had a bet on Milner. <laughs> our, our office currently doesn't have surround sound, so he probably might not be aware of it, but he's not very happy. But, <laughs> but joking aside, I, I, we, we've generally been pretty positive in this podcast right. so far. This is this is United's fifth one-one draw of the season, and in all five of them, we've been one 0 up. We've been one 0 up in all five of them and drawn one all. Yeah, that's not a coincidence. No, definitely not. We're obviously. Um, we haven't got anyone to kill the game. Yeah, haven't got anyone. Wait, to kill is, the game. Is, is that a tactical issue that we've sat back too much when we, when we should be trying to kill a game? Or so I think I just all of them, we've had chances at one 0 All of them, and um, I, I just we're just not clinical, are we at all? Probably the least clinical United team I've ever seen. Another game we've only scored one in. Yeah, it's just, there's just nothing in that team that can go forward and kill a game off at the minute, and that's, that is the big issue. Until that gets sorted, it's going to be a struggle until, hopefully, the window opens. Where would we be in but, the league with those? Yeah. If we won all those ones, we were winning at time. Well, I, I mentioned this before, yeah. so, and confidence is, a, conf, confidence is a massive thing in football, and if, you know, if, if Pogba scores the penalty at Wolves, if Rashford scores against Crystal Palace, you go into the game four on nine points... And suddenly momentum's rolling, and obviously at the minute it's, it's a team struggling a little bit in confidence. Um, it, yeah, I think you're completely right. I think it would be completely different if we had managed to put some put them balls in back uh, the net. I think the injury as well, Marcy. I was actually you saw a bit of a sign of him that he could have been getting more involved into you know scoring goals this season. That injury's setting back a few like two months, on it? So yeah, we, we, was anyone surprised we didn't bring him on a little bit earlier? Because yeah, for me, with 60 minutes, I thought to myself, they were there for taking. And if you well, had, that's if you the, had that's the type of player that you need to bring on to try and kill a game. If, off. if you had James Rashford and and Marcel as your front three, I think that would frighten them to death. James, I understand. James was hobbling though, wasn't he? Half an, yeah. Yeah. Our, you know, our gun, he was hobbling. He got, he got it, it, no, no, a couple no, of times. I've and never and seen a player limp so much in my entire life. He spends like it goes down about five times. He got, a game. He got hit quite early. He got quite in the first half. He got hit with one quite bad that that they got away with it he probably he shouldn't have done it when a player has that stupid face when he's like looking as if he's injured I can't stand it I and mean, he does it about five times a game you, you may not have seen this in the game but um, obviously VAR's had quite a big thing to pay today um, I'm glad to believe that Martin Tyler at one point commented that it was VAR to Liverpool nil um, much to the disgust of a lot of a lot of United fans um, I don't know if any of you have seen it the first goal especially could easily have been you would not have argued if you disallowed it. I think. But the thing is, though, I mean, how, how, how far do you go back? And I think initially, it, I think there was a wait of about three minutes before they decided to actually refer it. And I think that was because Klopp was moaning. I think what is, is this? Well, what the Liverpool, Liverpool players surrounded him straight away. But, but if you, if, if you, you don't refer, I, I, that, if you? you've not seen it back since, the, the player went. I think it was Lindelof went through um, Ariga. 
but v- gently. No, you've he seen it given. You've seen it given, and he went down very, very easily. Pull it all the way back to there, though. You can't. It's the same passage of play, but he went. I've seen it at half time. He went down like you wouldn't go down if you were pushed in. He wasn't pushed in the back, and he actually Lindelof kicked like through his legs. He kicked fresh air. He didn't touch him. Are we in a situation though now where if a manager moans, where it gets referred because it was at least two minutes, weren't it? It was at least two minutes that for both goals. Actually came on the scoreboard that they were referring. Why don't they just change it so you get so you get you get so many referrals a game or something. I just keep yeah. it as simple as that. Well, they, that's three, what people keep points. saying, don't they? The argument would always be that um, the reason why they refer it is if you've seen a, a clear and obvious error. Now, I would look at that and say, I think you get a foul for that nine times out of ten. But when you see it in slow motion, he's gone behind him, he's not won the ball, but probably not enough to foul him. No. So I, I think the referee's a bit... I think he was at Anfield. I think he just allowed it. I think at Old Trafford, he's not done. Whereas the, the Mane one... I've not, I didn't, the Mane one was definitely handball. I didn't see it in real time, although it was like 30 yards in front of me. But I did think Lindelof was... It was terrible defending. It was, it was terrible yeah. defending. Yeah. 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 He did, but he did handball. It was very <coughs> similar. Yeah, the, the ball was trapped between... Well, again, it's, it's, again, it's just yeah. poor defending from him. And he's, like like Hans said, he's, yeah, I, I've been a bit worried about him this so season. Not. Yeah, he is. I sort of much prefer to and Zabby in with uh, Maguire than him. Off topic a little bit, um, Ed Woodward's been a massive um, cause of debate for this year. He's basically replaced me in a magazine this, this week and we've, we've made record sales, so I don't, I don't know why that speaks. But um, there's also a plane flying around wanting him out. Um, and where do you stand on the old Ed Woodward thing? Yeah, well, he's done an interview for the fanzine, hasn't he? So um, I'd, I'd rather it was us that got the opportunity to put questions to him. Um, questions were very, you know, pushy and difficult. Well, to be fair, Andy has done, and Andy's took a yeah, lot yeah. of stick. Andy's took a lot of stick yeah, online yeah, yeah. from being well, they were pr- apparently pro, pro Glazer, which I'll, I will give anyone. I'll, I'll give anyone hundred pound if they can find ten pro Glazer articles over there since they took over. I'll give them hundred. Everyone, them hundred pound. I think the issue is, is that you know, you, people um, they don't really read articles; they read headlines. You know that sort of thing. I think. Um, I think what he's answered, you know, he's clearly still to blame. No matter what he, no matter what he comes out and says, if he blames a manager, then he's appointing the managers. So if he's um, going on about money, you know, we've we've got a black hole of debt that could have easily been invested in players. We've got a ground that's falling apart. He's responsible for these things. So you know, I think um, even though he's come out and given an interview, whilst um, it's informative. There's only one thing that'll um, appease fans, and that's the club getting Boxing. results on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Blimey, do we give him credit for coming out doing it, or do you think he's used the, the fans into his advantage? Because it was a t- it was a point in time when, if we're if we're fourth in the league now while battling for the league, would he come out and done it? I don't think he would. No, I think it's I think it's happened at the right time for him. The way, yeah. He's used, he's used yeah. Yeah, the fans into his. I think it's happened advantage. at the right time for him. Just the way the team's going at the minute, and I think he's trying to set the record straight a little bit. But again. It's not, you want to see action at the end of the day, and unfortunately, until that happens, he's still going to get a lot of shit for everything. If we won today, though, and win the next three, would, mm. would it all calm down? No, not at all. And it, mm. even if you're not bought the mag today and don't read one word of what Andy's asked him so far in, in part one of part two, um, you, you know, the fact is that he's the main, he's the constant since Fergie's been gone. He's the constant. So I don't care what he says about his family or people have been non football at the club. Uh, whether he is or isn't responsible for the signings of players, whether he is or isn't responsible for the appointment of managers, he's the one constant. So as a as a top, you know, top guy in any business, especially not, you know, especially yeah, one worth, right? one, yeah, one yeah. worth two billion pounds supposedly, you've got to be accountable. And just to turn around and say not guilty on all charges is bullshit. 
Rick, he knew, he, with every answer he gave, though, he knew what he was going to say, didn't he? Well, I imagine so. But, look, you know, let's go easy. Someone's son at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. Sorry, Mrs. W. Old, old Mar Woodward might be at home on a rocking chair now listening to this. So has Lalana's got a Crying got into parents. a knitting. <laughs> hey? Lalana's got parents. Yeah. You didn't give him a slack. Oh, he probably doesn't look something now. Uh, sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, Something about no, Woodward. Well, look, I mean, fair play to him. He's, he's, he's done an interview, whether he's cynical or not. He didn't have to do that. They could just sit in an ivory tower like the Glazers do. He's come out and actually faced the music. And I've not read the answers, but I've read the questions, and <laughs> they were difficult questions. What, what, what sort of person does that with an interview? Just read, do, you, do you just read stuff? Can you only read stuff in bold? Yeah. <laughs> I was, well, I can only read, because they're in red font, so I can read that, I can't read the black. Do you want it in audio? Maybe <laughs> you get your cassette. Uh, well, he, 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 see, see I, I'm, I'm firmly in the Solskjaer camp. I think he's, I think he's doing the right thing. I think he, he, the fact that he's ripped everything up and started again meant that we would take a backward step, and it sounds like Woodward is... Because I've always been in the opinion, if Solskjaer goes, Woodward has to go as well, because he's not backed yeah. him in a transfer. He's let all these players go. Um, do, he, do, did reading it give you more... more confidence that you think Solskjaer will be here for the long term or at least for the rest of the season no matter how results go and that's assuming I want Solskjaer to be here <laughs> <laughs> whether you want him or not yeah. did, did Reed, did I, I think, think um, he's going to be here I think in his, in his mind I think they've turned over a leaf and sort of hit a reset and I think he's going to in his mind he's going to give it time how bad it has to get for that to change I don't know I mean there was a potentially there was a possibility that if I think it was Newcastle and at Chelsea and yeah, United to to, yeah. lost today, they were in the relegation zone, weren't they? And how bad does it have to get before you know that that happens? Um, I think the club will target the Europa League this year quite quite um, big. Um, You've got probably more chance of qualifying for the Champions League through that than exactly. we have them probably. I, the top think four. I think that's mm. what they'll have their eye on. I also think um, you know with the players. I think they'll look to buy in January as well, which is probably a bit too, you know, late to um, launch in a, well, I won't say an assault, but um, <laughs> a, a push for fourth. And then, um, you know, I, I just think what he's saying, I, I, the word I'd use is informative because, you know, there's a lot of talk about the scouting in there, you know, how they identify players. Um, the recruitment's a massive problem post-Ferguson, isn't it? I'd say United's biggest problem is the recruitment, and it shows that we've got the highest wage bill, in, well, one of the highest wage bills. I'm not sure if we've been took over now. And the, you know, the results of that is absolute shite. And then you've got other players as well that are useless to us, that nobody even wants to buy, and they're earning over 100k. We've had similar recruitment issues, haven't we? Yeah. With a fancy. Well, one, one, thing yeah. <laughs> one, th one thing I noticed from what Woodward, Woodward, what, what Woodward said was that he, he, he continuously mentioned that, that, that we'd had five or six players out and that the next transfer winner would bring three more players in and that, you know, eight and nine players difference would make a massive change, which is, is also a massive vote of unconfidence in the current squad. So is he kind of the opinion of Solskjaer the same way? Going, it doesn't matter what Solskjaer does right now with this group of players we've got, we're not going to do that much. I think the only positive about recruitment is, is that our last three have come into the club and I think they look like you know decent players. Nice. I think um, I've, I think um, Juan Bissaka, I know, he, I know he wasn't the best positionally for the goal today, but I've been really impressed with him. Um, Maguire, the same, just looks like... He looks like a leader in that team, Maguire, yeah. I, I really do. And um, you know, he could do with it. I think he could do with a centre half partner. But um, and then you've got Daniel James, who you know he's, he's a he's a bit of a gamble really because he's, he's 
was our best attacking player. Right not now, a gamble. It? it was risk free, weren't it? And um, I think he's um, coming to the club and he's looking all right. Really dangerous, anyway. So I think that's the only positive. And um, I think what they'll be trying to do is, is um, you know, possibly in the next transfer window to do the same. One thing that he did say is, is that you know United used to, um, you know, he used to have Ferguson and they, they took that for granted. You know, he could, he could ring up any anybody yeah. and ask how, how the characters. Had characters the thing was he, could, he could ask somebody at the club that they played for, yeah. um, what the characters are like of thinking of buying him. And grasses everywhere, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, grasses <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think United took that for granted, and they didn't they didn't need a massive scouting network. And now, you know, we've they've, got they've less grass and plough lane we've got now, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just before we finish, I mean, you look at the results we've had this season. Um, if, you, if you're going to go through the top eight teams in the Premier League, we've played Leicester, we've played Wolves, we've played Arsenal, we've played Chelsea, we've played Liverpool, we've not lost to any of them. Is that encouragement that the foundations are there to play well? What we're missing is that little bit of guile up front to be able to break the crap down? I think we've got to get real here because if the results keep going the way they are, you can say whatever he wants in the mag, <clears throat> you can say whatever he wants to anyone else. If, it's, if they're in trouble and they're not going to, it looks like they're not going to get a top four place or they're going to finish lower than people think they are. I think they'll, they will get rid of him. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sorry you just come to blame me with that question first. Yeah, you have to get real Whatever team United select, four of the front six are limited players, aren't they? Yeah, of course, yeah. And that's a, you know, if it was two, then... Well, but this, this, this is my point. The fact that you're playing against teams, mm. the better teams who are coming and having a go at you, wouldn't, we've not lost to any of them. No. Where we're struggling no. is against Newcastle's, your Southamptons. Is that just a perfect sign that the... the, the the framework's there. Yeah. What we're lacking is that bit of guile up front of a, a David Silva, a De Bruyne, or a. Based on today, and obviously we've all you know agreed that Liverpool were pretty shit, really, pretty average. And I, you know, hold my hands up. I expected them to create probably ten or twelve chances today. I think collectively, yeah, both teams. Did we have six, maybe six attempts on goal today? Three each, maybe. So it, was, it wasn't a great uh, spectacle <coughs> in, that, in that respect, was it? So I reckon Liverpool <coughs> had one chance at Old Trafford in three years. Possibly. Yeah. So it wasn't a great spectacle. They've come and you know and, and bottled it again, I suppose. You know, we were four to one to win today, weren't we? That's just never been, never been heard. So based on that and based on what our players and we know of a lack of quality in some areas uh, did today, we, you, you would say we're probably two very good signings, maybe three signings away from being not far off Liverpool and that's a bit mad to say considering you know we're so far behind study mm. right now I, d- but I do agree with that but it's I mean well, if it gets to January and we're, st- yeah. and we're still in this run I wouldn't bet against it United, really United by the next three players they're all, they're all hits again I think we'll be in a, a yeah. bit you know that, that is which, which is Woodward's point he's tried to make in the magazine that yeah and I think that's um, but it's a big if isn't it and we can't get we can't even get players out of Leicester easily these days so it's where you get and these we're still waiting from. to get a tune out of Pogba aren't we let's be honest yeah. A real, a real tune. January is well, After today's performance, would you even have him back in the team? That's because I mean. yeah, you would. He's, he's, the the only, he's the only superstar we've Would he graph like the players have done today? Not necessarily, but we don't need him to if the others do it. I mean, you look at all these teams that they, they, they have eight, eight players, you'll just run the bollocks off, and then you just need three, you'll just do the, do the magic. Mm. Um, final word on Liverpool today. Um, I... Listen, we hate them all probably equally. Could go for around every United fan and we'd all struggle for us to pick a winner out of the two. They don't impress me anywhere near as much. You know, you'd be more fearful of City at the best than Liverpool, wouldn't you? Yeah, and no, I, I actually, I was saying this on Friday, I think um, the games at Old Trafford last year between City and United and Liverpool, United decided the league because 
after an hour. They come and batter. I remember after an hour in the City game, they, they got they got an injury to a, mid, a centre midfielder and they brought a winger on, sure. and like they automatically twenty yards further up the pitch in order to try and win the game. Whereas Liverpool, they come to Old Trafford, don't they? And, they look like, you know, they just want the fullbacks to win them the yeah. game. That's all. And, it. Anfield's yeah. fortress, isn't it? You know, you, not many teams are going to go there and win. But to, today, you, I say they've got a terrible record, Liverpool. Has. It's, it's one not one since Moyes, I think. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't. One for soon. I can't accept. My five side team won here when Moyes was. <laughs> I can't accept just because Salah's missing today, even they were that tight poor. But Salah's never had a good game. No, he's no but, but, but he was but, the one player I was worried about today because I thought he's nothing because he's done against us. The fact that he's been so shit against us every time he has played, he was due a good game. But the thing about Salah as well, I think he's missed three or four of the games. You know, this eight they've won on the trot. He's not, he's, he's not been a permanent fixture in that, has he? So they've. They've been getting by and scoring lots of goals. Yet today, Firmino didn't oh, do anything, did he? Yeah. Ogba's never fit against Liverpool. Origi, or is he? Didn't do anything, did he? You know, none of them threatened us, did they? Um, right, we'll, we'll, we'll try and wrap it up now anyway. Uh, generally, pretty positive... Um, uh, yeah, it's a generally pretty positive podcast. So, for once, we'll probably be able to find a man in match that actually plays in red. Um, and who are you going for today? Ooh, Maguire. Straight in there? Ed Woodward. I don't necessarily know if he was man of the match, but considering the shit. Well, that's the only question I'm getting, asking. Considering the shit he's been getting, I'll give it Pereira to them. Okay. I thought he played ball, yeah. McTominay. McTominay for that first half. I'm going to go Maguire as well. I thought he sorted that back back I just think, again, with McTominay, his age, and he's like he's more or less sometimes on his own in midfield. I love McTominay. I know that. It's not just a tie-breaking now. It's not just justified. Yeah, yeah, but you go for it. You go for it. I'll go with Harry Maguire. Who didn't believe me, sir? I said McTominay. Right, it's not McTominay. It's Maguire. With two votes to one and a half, the winner today is Harry Maguire. So the, the general theme from uh, from today is a, a generally positive one. Um, obviously, United have, have played reasonably well. Disappointed not to have won the game. Um, you know, the, the proof will come whether we go to Norwich next week and play with the same intensity. And if they do, you'd expect us to to uh, to win the game. I'm frightened to death in Norwich. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> it's, it's a typical United game to lose. But anyway, um, we'll wrap we'll wrap it up with that. Um, a decent a decent enough result, decent performance. Um, thanks to everyone who bought the mag. Um, thanks for everyone who bought it just because I wasn't in it and Woodward was um, I'll, you know I'll keep working hard and try to be as good as Ed with words <laughs> <laughs> with words but, but I can't promise anything yeah. playing next game <laughs> <Ashton> out <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thanks very much and uh, we'll have someone back for uh, Norwich away on no, no, we've got Norwich first we'll, 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 yeah, us part times will be back for, uh, for Partizan and, and we'll have someone some idiot be back for Norwich yeah. cheers and thanks for listening so that's it for this podcast. Thanks to everyone who bought the mag. We had a really good feedback. Um, we put a huge amount of time into getting the Ed Woodward interview and, and to write it up. And as I said at the start of the podcast, I think that's what fans should be doing, asking difficult questions. We might not always agree with the answer, but we should be asking the questions and speaking to the people, the top people at the club. I'm going to head off now to well, Bramall Lane, Sheffield spending the night in rugby and then flying from London to Sarajevo tomorrow, then onwards to Belgrade for the next game on Thursday night. I've done a big interview with Zoran Tosic, the former United player. That's for The Athletic, who are the main sponsors of this podcast. So watch out for that. I spoke to him for quite a long time and 
it was it wasn't my idea. It was Nemanja Vidic's idea. He said you need to speak to Zoran. I said, well, I don't know him. Let me speak to him. So Vidic, Vidic is one of my favourites. I've got to say, I think he's a great fella, and I appreciate the help in setting up with Zoran Tosic. I spoke to him for an hour the other day, and he's one of the best players for Partizan. Belgrade, he's had a decent career. Didn't work out from United, and he explains why. And I'm looking forward to Belgrade. It's a good city. I've been a few times. The last time I went was for the Derby game against Red Star. My God, never seen violence like that at a football game. It was sustained and it carried on for ages. And I'm not expecting it on um, on Thursday, but it's one of them where you need to have your wits about you. And there's a very good interview with a partisan uh, lad in the New United We Stand. Uh, if you've not read it, read it. It just gives you an insight into into the club and into the city. So I'm going to head there and I'll bring you a podcast from there, hopefully get to speak to some interesting people. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I feel a little bit better, if I'm honest, than I did before the game against Liverpool. And maybe that shows how far United have fallen, but I thought there was some encouraging signs in that one-all draw against the Scousers. Goodbye.